it's going to be a good day today, tonight, whatever time it is. You're all here. It's a it's an evening show. We're just going to chill. We're going to talk about all sorts of stuff. Did you know AMC's probably going to go under? That's that's going to be crazy. And the trolls, they're not going to go under. They're probably going to get a third movie. That's that's also ridiculous. And Dune, Dune's got pictures out there. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to see this movie. Let's get ready. Let's get started. It's the tagline. It's the tagline. This is the show where the tagline is the title. We are the Cinefanatics. My name is Chris Adams. My name's Typhoid Mary. Yeah, it's Sicky McGee over there. He's uh, trying to come down off of something. It's not. It's not the. It's not the thing. Don't worry about it's it. It's not the thing. It's not it's... the thing. We're not going to talk about the thing. Can't mention the thing. This is the worst time ever to have allergies. Now, <laughs> here's the behind the scenes. Yeah. I am sick and tired of being sick and tired. Of being sick and tired. This has been a roller coaster of these allergies. I've been putting up with this for almost a month now. Like, some days I'm fantastic, everything looks perfectly fine. Some yeah. days I'm a complete mess. and Most days you're a complete mess. Most days I'm a complete mess, and that was before the allergies hit me. Yeah. Uh, so, as of right now... You sound alright. I sound alright, but I am hyped up on so many, like, medications and <laughs> drugs, and you can't see, like, the stuff I have sitting over here, like, off camera, just in case stuff goes sideways. It's a box I am prepared for this box of tissues and like throat lozenges which i'll probably be sucking on those a couple of times throughout this so he's probably gonna mute his mic here and there oh yeah that reminds me we've got oh yeah multiple mics now so here's the deal guys uh your first time out we're using both of these mics let us know if there's any kind of weird audio issues that you hear any kind of strange uh blips or echoes or anything because we're rocking two mics and we're hoping that uh it sounds all right we're not in the place where we're using headphones yet, so... Yeah, we've noticed uh, on the past six episodes of this show... That I'm quite done, a mess. Yeah, that it, it's it's really hard to kind of hear us. And it was because we were just using uh, the one microphone that you can see here in front of me. We were using this in between us to pick up both of us, so we figured, ah, it's a good time to get a second microphone, so we're is. adding a second one in. There he is. Uh, so hopefully this sounds a lot better. <laughs> Robert needs a t-shirt that says in big bold letters it's just allergies I don't, don't have it you don't have the thing I don't have the thing uh, not the John Carpenter thing although at this point with all these allergies I'd probably want John Carpenter's thing like, which is why my hands are going nowhere near you yeah because I will lose them That probably uh, the funny thing though like real quick like funny story is because of this uh We've mentioned before that we're both still working regular jobs, but because of this, I've had to take off work a couple of times. Not that I've that I've really felt like too sick to work because I like every time I've ever called in sick to work, I feel bad. Yeah. Ever since being in the military, I absolutely hate hate calling in sick to work. So I absolutely do not want to unless I actually absolutely am sick. I rarely actually get sick sick there's times like this where i just don't feel well yeah but right now it's 
we're at a we're at a state where like I, I it's very easy to call in sick because you're like yeah this will never happen ever again but it's like yeah so uh, hey boss I'm not gonna be able to make it and they're like why? okay why uh, I sneezed all right stay home yeah stay home then the next day hi I'm not gonna make it today why not today uh, I had a hiccup yeah go ahead stay home third day yeah I'm not gonna be able to make it in why uh, low gas mileage on my car yeah go ahead uh, take take care get better. Like, it's, it's so, like, and I, I'm, not, I'm not making fun of my work or whatever, but, I mean, that's the that's the reality of what we live in. Like, I don't want to come to work with allergies, coughing, and nose running, and I'm constantly sneezing, wiping my nose. I can't come into work. Why? I can't taste the chicken I made last night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what's going to happen. I'm going to make him laugh, and he's going to have to hack up a lot. I'm going to get into coughing fits if... if I laugh too much. So this is going to be a completely unfunny episode, so that way I'm not coughing all over the place. And there went all eight of our viewers, (laughs) which is funny because two of them are us with the... (laughs) With the windows open right now. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's 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 where we're at. And I think it, it's pretty funny that that's the time period that we live in. But, yeah, it's, uh, it's, you, you keep, you, everybody repeats it every week. It's some strange, strange times right now. Yeah. But what's not strange is that we actually have movie news this week to talk about. Yeah, movie news is slowly picking back up. I think they've decided, like, yeah. We're still going to need to, like, still plan on movies, because movies will be a thing once again, once all this is over. Man, I can't wait to get back into a theater. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I do have, also, before we jump into any kind of movie news, I do have one thing of, like, really good news to announce. I have now seen more than one James Bond movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, while I'm sitting here, like, completely, like, just my entire life flushing out my nostrils at this point. That's so gross. Ugh. But Disgusting. while that's been happening, I did manage to watch Casino Royale, mainly because you watched it the other night. You've been going back through all the, uh, yep. uh, the Craig. The, Dan- the, I the, call da- the Danny C. The Jimmy Danny Bees. C's, yeah. The Danny C. Jimmy B's. Through um, the Daniel Craig James Bond. And I was like, all right, I'll watch uh, Casino Royale because I probably need to jump into James Bond's at some well, point. I wanted to rewatch them in time for... Uh, no time to die. Yeah. Even though we have plenty of time to die right now. You have plenty of time to watch them. I have plenty of time to watch them. In fact, I could probably go back to the very beginning of like the Doctor No with Sean Connery and watch all of them. Ab- absolutely true. Including the original Casino Royale, which was like a parody movie, supposedly. Something like that. But so, so yeah, I've I've already watched Casino Royale, Quantum of Solace, and Skyfall, which uh, I know we don't have. Uh, doesn't look like we have Tim Franco in here right now, but hey. If he pops in, I'm, we'll we'll bring this back up again because I want him to want him to drop some bond knowledge in the chat again. But yeah, uh, yeah. So I'm back to about to watch Spectre. I don't know if I'm going to do that tonight or some other time. But that's the one Danny C. Jimmy B. I haven't seen yet, so I'm kind of I've kind of been getting rehooked into him and wanting to watch that. I've liked them all so far, all the Daniel Craig ones. Uh, I think Casino Royale is actually probably my favorite of the three right now. Uh, I understand why Skyfall, why why Tim was saying Skyfall wasn't the best so far, even though I previously did really enjoy it. But that's a topic for, you know, sometime when it makes sense to be talking about James Bond again. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> also, real quick at the top of the show, we do want to point out, just like everybody else who's streaming right now, uh, make sure you send in like any kind of questions. You can send uh, Super Chat, Streamlabs. There's the, uh, the link to Streamlabs should be in the description if uh, yeah. my younger brother filled that out correctly. It did. And it's there's been also. That way for a couple weeks now. Awesome. Yeah. And there's also the link that you can see up above his head. So I don't have it set up for uh, PayPal, but hey, you know. We're working on other things. Yeah. So uh, feel free to send in any questions if y'all want to. If y'all want to send any donations, uh, if you want to see my brother shave his head. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, that's a thing now. People are uh, are uh, putting in money on the stream labs to get people to shave their heads. Yeah. Uh, I, for one, have served in the military and I've seen what this head looks like bald. Never again. Never again will this head be completely hairless. I also, however, even though I don't... Let me ref, let me start that sentence over again. That didn't work. Please. Feel uh, free. I've never seen my head bald. Kind of curious to see what it would look like bald. Here's the thing, though. I'm getting... I'm starting to get more and more frustrated because I can't get my hair cut right now. This, this puppy's getting long and unmanageable. It's yeah. turning into a hair helmet again, which is something I've experienced before. Uh, so I would very much... I'm I'm gonna get to a place if they if I don't get a haircut anytime soon that I'm gonna be like, screw it, shave it all off, get rid of all of it. Well, you shouldn't announce that. You should see if someone is gonna be like, hey, thousand dollars for you to shave your head. Honestly, I'm I'm tempted to say that. Like, look, we're not SCN. <laughs> There's no way we're gonna hit a thousand dollars. Five dollars and he'll shave his head. There's ten people watching again. Two of them are us. <laughs> Yeah. So there's eight people watching right now. There's absolutely no way we hit a thousand dollars. Maybe not five dollars to shave your head. I don't want yeah. someone jumping on that. Ooh, that sounds like a good deal. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if let's hit, let's hit two hundred and see what happens. Two hundred to shave your head? That'll be interesting. No, I got the Clippers. We'll hit two hundred to see what happens. Oh, you're gonna shave your chin? <laughs> yeah. At two hundred, I'll shave whatever this is off my face. Yes. <laughs> Uh, in the meantime, like, uh, now my hair is starting to get to the point where, like, I, I really would be contemplating a haircut at this point. So I kind of just went, like, straight up with the hair today. And I kind of feel like I look like a, uh, I'm going to date myself here, but a 1980s action figure of, like, say, Human Torch or Firestorm from the Superpowers figures. Yeah, the it looks like, like the molded flame on the top of their head. This is what this looks like. Uh, I'm almost certain that probably no one except maybe Garth McMurray in our chat's going to get that one, though. <laughs> Jake might. And Jake. Yeah, possibly uh, Jake Yacoveta. Jake's a few years younger than you. He knows. Yeah. Uh, again, also speaking of Jake and all the people in the chat, we would like to thank all of y'all for being here, hanging out. Uh so I know, again, we've got uh, people from the Action Army, like Jake Yacoveta, are sitting here, uh, was it moderating? I can't think of anymore. Moderating our chat. Uh, we also have, what, Tyler, Garth, and I see Danny. Danny. Yeah, so <laughs> thank you all for being in our chat tonight as we get this started. We're going to have, we're hopefully going to have some fun tonight because we got some, uh, we got some fun stuff to talk about. We're gonna try to, we're gonna try out a thing where maybe we might try to make the show a little bit shorter. We'll see. Possibly. We're gonna try. We're, we'll try to cut out some time that way we can uh, throw everybody over to, over to video Drew maybe. Yeah. Plus, so. we don't know how long this is going to last. So yeah. And this was like pretty much all day today is just psyching myself up and getting ready for right now. We gotta get you situated because I do have it confirmed now, and I'm gonna mention this off the top of the show. 
Oh uh, yeah. I do we do have it confirmed. We re we rescheduled and reset things with him. Next week is John Roca, which means we are going to have to figure out how to do StreamYard for next week. Yes. Because he's obviously not flying to Austin right now and sitting here with us. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I know we announced before and we, said week, but... we said it in our Schmodown reaction that, uh, that Roka was going to be on here, but yeah, we've had to reschedule this. Yeah, the reschedule plus you got sick, just <laughs> everything just fell to right now. And so yeah. he's going to, he's going to be here next week. So that's going to be, that's going to be a ton of fun. I can't wait to just chat with him about all sorts of stuff. Work, having worked in the industry as long as he has and what he knows and all that. So yep it's gonna be some fun fun stuff there make sure you uh, tune in next week and bring some friends yes we're gonna be like cowboys and outlaws and deputies and whatever <laughs> i don't know where i'm going with that um we're ready to get in some news you got anything else you want to say no or breathe is <laughs> that a wheeze that did was you, that was a wheeze did you just wheeze i just wheezed <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to like completely like hack up a lung or like Garth was saying, cover my microphone completely in phlegm here. So uh, that, that's right. You're going to cover my microphone with your phlegm. Yeah, it's far enough away. Social distancing. Yeah. My microphone is about two and a half feet away from me. Yeah. So let's get into some stuff. I still write everything out on my phone for some reason and not on the computer screen in front of me. So let's jump in here. Uh, we want to hit one of these main topics. Let's. You know, let's do a side topic real quick. Let's do some of the rapid-fire stories, and we'll get into some of these main things. Speaking of having a lot of hair, you know who also has a lot of hair at this point? Daryl Hannah. Oh, yeah. I didn't write that one down, but yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> I just thought, I, I remembered I, I was like, like, I was figuring about talking about hair and stuff during our stream. I was like, you know, that would be a great segue into that. Yeah. Uh, so Disney Plus. She got a hairy booty. Disney Plus went ahead and turned uh, Daryl Hannah's butt into our cousin it, yeah, apparently. It. Okay. Um, yeah, so apparently she needs like one of those uh, manscaped razors that everyone's talking about because her butt got hairy. Yeah, so $1,000 and Daryl Hannah will shave her butt. $1,000 <laughs> and Daryl Hannah will shave her butt. But the weird thing here is that it's like I don't necessarily understand why they did that. I, I get it. I get why they did that because it's Disney. It's Disney, it's how but Disney operates. But I also don't get it because if you watch the original, you really didn't see any skin in that either. Well, I mean, okay. So the thing is, the movie came out in 1984. Sure, it's been out for a while. Uh, I don't know, like. I, I, I get why, and I don't really want to, this didn't mean to like dive into like a deep discussion of like how conservative Disney is and why they chose to do this, but at the same time, I'm like, yeah. eh, this is just weird. Uh, it's kind of, uh, it's kind of like, how do you argue this? Because you're like, yeah, I just think that was weird, but if you like have any kind of like argument against Disney doing it, like not touching the movie, which is fine, leave the movie as is, but now all of a sudden it's like, huh, I wanted to see that booty. <laughs> like, that, that that's oh, the way I... it can almost come off. Like, ah, dang it, I wanted to see a butt. What's that little song? Show me the booty. Give me the booty. They did it on... Oh, yeah, the SCN. Yeah. Uh, so... <laughs> Tim Franco's in her chat now. Uh, <laughs> you missed Robert saying he finally watched a Bond movie. I watched my second Bond movie of ever, Casino Royale, so... 
but yeah, back to uh, Daryl Hannah's butt. Uh, they covered it. There's not much more to say about her butt. Well, they covered it with some really bad-looking CGI too. Yeah, like it, it, it's uh, it just doesn't fit it in. Looks it looks like it looks like what they were trying to do got really rushed, and they're like, "Oh, we gotta do this real quick so we can get it get it up on uh, Disney Plus." Yeah, so uh, that was weird. I don't I, I don't understand. So it's kind of like I would almost put that in the same kind of category as go, as Lucas going back to. Uh, New Hope and adding in McClunky when it got added to McClunky. Yeah, so the, it's weird though because, and this is this is going into that conversation. Uh, you flip over to say the Simpsons movie, which I know is animated, but you yeah. still got Bart's little dingling flying about whenever he passes through that bush. Yeah, or then you go over to Thor Ragnarok and you still got Hulk's booty, which I get. Dude butts are funny and not sexual in any way. Yeah, but. Which and also I don't know. Hulk is animated. I also don't know how you're supposed to cover Hulk's butt, anyways. Like all of a sudden, he's just got a hairy one. Also, nobody thought you'd ever see Hulk's butt, which is why they put it in the movie. Either way, I'm about done with this topic. Yeah. How many more butts can we talk about? No more. No more butts. No more butts, guys. No more butts. Let's bring on the ands and the ifs. Yeah. Actually, Tim's here. So yeah, Tim. Uh, he just recently watched Casino Royale. He only did that because I recently watched it again and said he needed to watch it. So he did that. Uh, but yeah, I'm rewatching all the all the Danny C. Jimmy B's now. It's uh, Casino Royale, Quantum of Solace, and Skyfall that I recently just uh, watched again. I'm gonna watch Spectre here pretty soon. So see, so Danny here is completely mirroring me because all I've seen is Golden Eye and Casino Royale now. So nice. But yeah, we're trying to catch up on the, or at least I am trying to catch up on the uh, Daniel Craig ones. So. I'm rewatching all those again. I've actually enjoyed all of them, but actually, Tim, since you're here, I do want to tell you that I do understand now why you were saying Skyfall is the weaker. Uh, it makes sense. I still enjoy it, but I do understand why it why it is the weaker of the three after rewatching them now. <coughs> anyway, that's some of the fun that you can have when people pop up in your chat. Yeah, interacting with the chat. Yeah. Oh, Tim says you need to watch Quantum immediately after Casino, which is uh, true. I, I, well, I started watching. I watched like the first five minutes, and I see that it takes place like immediately after. But yeah, it picks up immediately. Yeah, I, 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 I get how it's all supposedly connected, yep. or not supposedly connected. It is connected. Yeah. Anyway, so moving on from all those bonds. Uh, so there's some news in the Marvel camp right now. Uh barely any news there's a bunch of hearsay and some just a couple things first of all uh sam raimi did confirm that he is actually going to be the director for doctor strange 2 still bargaining yeah <clears throat> that's not the name it's still multiverse of whatever who cares the, the multiverse of madness the madness of the multiverse um so that's cool i'm still it's still interesting because they were talking about how they dropped that Doctor Strange reference in Spider-Man way back when, and now he's actually going to be directing a Doctor Strange movie. Yeah. You remember that one? Well, I remember when Sam Raimi was directing the... Spider-Man? Yeah. Yeah, because uh, they were talking about different names or whatever, or what have you, uh, for the villain. I guess it was for... I think that one was Green Goblin. Oh, yeah. It was for Green Goblin. Like, what are they called? Uh, Doctor Strange. No, that one's that one's taken. Yeah, that that brief mention. Yeah, yeah. So now he's actually good, gonna be, but taken. Now he's actually going to be right. directing a Doctor Strange movie, which yep. is kind of funny. Um, 
But on top of that, you also have uh, James Gunn came out and said that Guardians 3 and the Suicide Squad, which I know the Suicide Squad isn't Marvel, but he's directing it. Guardians 3 and Suicide Squad are not going to be delayed. They're still going to they're still on track to come out when they're supposed to come out and as of right now. Happen when they're supposed to happen, right? Yeah, as of right now. I mean, if we're still doing doing the things in 2 months, then who knows what that looks like then, but Yeah. As of right now, they are supposed to still be on track. Um and then the other one that I saw making the rounds today is that John Krasinski just had a Zoom meeting with Marvel, which you know, maybe he wants to direct something or produce something or more likely star in something. Yeah, which that's the one that everyone has been asking for, for the most part, for him to play Mr. Fantastic now that Marvel can finally do Fantastic yeah. Four, hopefully properly. He, uh, he wasn't necessarily always my first pick, but I I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to say no if it happens. Yeah, I, I do like but the idea of John Krasinski and especially Emily Blunt also as Sue Storm. Uh, I think that's a great casting. Again, probably not like the first picks, but I think those two together, mm -hmm. that's, that is good casting. Especially if you go and you turn and you look at it and they don't have chemistry for some reason in that movie, you're going to be like, wait, why do you not have chemistry as Mr. and Mrs. Fantastic? Because yeah. you guys are actually a couple in real life. Yeah. Which, I mean, you know, you've got other examples of, like, Quiet Place and all that. But Yep. Uh, so I think, I, I do like that casting, if that's where this is going. Uh, I know, I saw the, there's the image that someone created of John Krasinski's face on the cover of Time Magazine, mm -hmm. saying that Reed Richards is the most brilliant scientific mind of our, our age, and I like that. Yeah. That, that was, really cool. that, that was fantastic, because they I think they did a good job. I, that, I, they really didn't do too much to him to make him look like Mr. Fantastic, they which really I mean, all you need to do is just make the white. Yeah, they didn't do the little gray on the sides. But, yeah, I, I, yeah. Uh, I, I would be eager if that's the part that he's, that he's going to play, and I like that idea. And, again, I, I feel completely okay with the fact that Marvel has now got a hand in Fantastic Four and that they're not going to screw it up. So yeah, the talks right now is that you know what are you getting coming first? Are you getting, are you gonna get uh, Fantastic Four first? Or are they gonna try to reintroduce the X Men into the MCU at some point? Because I know there's a lot of talks about where's the MCU popping in, popping in, uh, you know the the movies. Where, yeah. Where's it gonna pop in? What's gonna happen there? I think the thing that makes the most sense for for the X Men though is uh, is it's gonna be something connected to the Multiverse of Madness. Doctor Strange, because you got you already got Scarlet Witch, who's going to be a part of that. It just uh, it just makes sense. She does like maybe a reverse House of M type thing. They get the right storyline there. Yeah, instead of saying no more mutants, she says everything mutants. All of, all of a sudden, <laughs> everyone's mutants. mutants. Yeah, not everyone mutants, but all of a sudden mutants. And you know now you have mutants popping up and whatnot. So it would uh, it would be very interesting to see where these talks go. I know we gotta. We probably still got a while before we see anything really flourish, just because that's movie news right now. But uh, really interested, really interested to see the direction of the MCU now, especially in a post-Endgame world, and literally in a post-Endgame world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one I'm going to bring up. This is going to be probably more <coughs> your uh, cup of tea. Ooh, is it like warm tea, like chamomile that's like good for the throat? Because I could use some of that right no. now. No. Oh, okay. I'll just stick with the water. Yeah. Uh, 
apparently they are remaking a few horror movies out there. Oh, yeah. You know about these? It's uh, Hellraiser, The Others, The Night of the Hunter, and Salem's Lot. Again, you know more about this than I do, so take it away. Uh, so uh, some of those, like, I just watched uh, The Others for the first time, uh, like, a week ago or so as well. That was a fantastic movie, and I'm surprised I was able to watch that without actually knowing the <laughs> twist ending. Are you just, like, bored of, like, the... <laughs> since this isn't a subject you can talk about? What's a horror movie? Yeah. Uh, so I don't understand why they want to remake The Others. And, I mean, honestly, I'll... Uh, Which ones? The others. Uh, I don't understand. Which others? Uh, okay. Uh, that or uh, Hellraiser. Oh, speaking of butts, I am one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't understand the need to remake Hellraiser either, but they have remade, say, like, Friday the 13th, mm-hmm. Nightmare on Elm Street, Child's Play, essentially. There's so money, I guess... There's ha- money in remaking classics. Halloween. Yeah. I mean, you remake some of these classic movies. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. Hellraiser's next on the list. Uh, I mean, essentially, yeah. Uh, but I'm also I'm also not a huge fan of uh, the the lead character, lead Cenobite of Pinhead, is one of those that it's going to be hard to see anyone except Doug Bradley. Yeah, anyone except Doug Bradley playing Pinhead, uh, which I know the last uh, you're Tilda, not going to know. Tilda this. Swinton, drink. Yeah. The, uh, the, there was the last Hellraiser movie that went, like, straight to video that was just terrible, and it was the first time that someone other than Doug Bradley has played Pinhead. Yeah. Uh, but I'm still kind of, like, iffy on, like, who else could actually do this, and who's, who they're gonna get backing behind this. I'm gonna guess this might be something that might be up, uh, like, Blumhouse, Blumhouse's alley. Uh, to be able to do something like that properly. All four of these are going to be under Blumhouse. So. Uh, probably. Uh, Salem's Lot, I understand, because... Re- Maybe A24. Yeah. Uh, Salem's Lot, I understand, because remaking Stephen King right now is hot. Hot, 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 hot. Just remake Stephen King. Have you been to the nightclub? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the hottest nightclub is Stephen King being remade. Yeah. They've got everything there. <laughs> MTV's Dan Cortez. Yeah. Uh, so... Like, yeah, it definitely, I, I, I see the need for remaking Salem's Lot. Uh, Night of the Hunter, that one was, that's a very old movie. Uh, Robert Mitchum. I could see possibly the need for it because it, I don't think it was like a huge movie. It's not like on the scope of like, just, you don't touch this. Uh, but I could see like having a modern aesthetic added to it. I don't know it, if they would try to keep it maybe like more in the same time frame because I feel like that was kind of necessary for that movie. Uh, I'm saying all this even though I haven't seen it. But I do know, uh, again, you know of movies that you haven't seen. So uh, that one, I don't know. That one, I'll, I really will have to sit down and probably watch that movie and then I can probably give a better uh, a better idea about about it. Uh, uh, Alex said more impressions. I just typed in twenty dollars Streamlabs. Yeah, <laughs> is that the twenty dollars Streamlabs tier? Uh, I'm kidding. I don't even know what my impressions are. Not worth twenty dollars. My impressions are worth. Hey, do one. Hey, that was a good impression. Do it again. Yeah. Come on, dancing man, dance for. <laughs> <laughs> Fickle, Do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah. 
<laughs> there we go. So th that's why you don't give us twenty dollars because we're gonna do impressions of characters from Starsky and Hutch, the movie, not the TV show. Like us on do it. Yeah. Do it. Oh, now you sound like Palpatine. Yeah. Do it. Uh, yeah, Jay Cacavetta. Oh, you're on Christian Brett scale? No. Nope. Again, we hit $1,000. I will absolutely shave my head. There's no chance we're hitting that. Yeah. Not a chance. Yeah, because no one, again, really cares to see you bald anyway. So. <laughs> $1,000. I mean, if we said $20 to see you bald, we probably still wouldn't even hit that. <laughs> no, we'd, hit, we'd probably hit that one. But That's funny. I'm not shaving my head for 20 bucks. <laughs> let's throw in a realistic number and let's move with this hey you guys figure out a realistic number and I'll decide whether or not I accept that um are we are we good with the horror movies are we done with that yeah topic? okay good I can't stand horror movies sorry guys that's why you have him yeah that's why he's here this channel would flail if it's just me because there's a whole genre of movies that I will never cover unless it's like Get Out or Us yeah uh, Speaking of which, we need to watch some westerns. <laughs> ah, that's that's probably true. Yeah. yeah I don't know. No, at, at some point. Especially if Roka's going to be on here next week. I'll let him do the uh, talking about the westerns. I'm not. Roka, would you you asked him that one time? What what's some westerns that? Yeah. And he's like, ha! You need to. Yeah, and he covered the microphone. <laughs> you, you should really watch. <laughs> and like, all right. Yeah, and that's uh, maybe we might actually get a real answer from him because I, I mean, I'll t I'll take some requests for some good uh, good westerns for sure. I don't know when I'll watch them. Yeah, but uh, what else do we have here? Oh, let's go with that Dune news. I had to try to enunciate Dune news. Dune news. Dune news. Dune news. Dune news. Dune news. News for Dune. Apparently there's a movie coming out called Dune. It's a remake also. Of a movie called Dune? Of a movie called Dune. Yeah. Uh, which, that uh, was a David Lynch movie, sci-fi epic from the 80s. Spice. Yeah. Some spice. Uh, so they released the image. I know there, there was the main image, I guess, that was released of uh, Timothy Chalamet. Being all an emo boy and whatnot. Yeah, he, he kind of looked like Kylo Ren. Yeah, he looked a little uh, downtrodden, as the kids are saying. Never. Um, looking a little, uh, looking like he uh, listens to that Fallout Boy. Um, <laughs> it's not a scene. It's oh, I can't sing that song. Yeah, no, you can't. You you can't sing at all right now. But uh, yeah, so that then they also released some more images today. Um, yeah, like Oscar Isaac Zendaya. Everybody, like everybody and their mother is in this movie. That's fantastic. And I cannot, dude, do you, have you seen the, you haven't seen the cast list for this yet, have you? I, I don't You've think, heard, like, bits and pieces. I, I've probably heard of it, uh, oh, because they have announced it like over the past year. Let's play a game. Name we, someone and are they going to be Name a it? celebrity and I'll tell you whether or not they're in it. <laughs> Christopher Walken. Uh, no. Oh, good, good okay. job. You, well, you won the game. Well, that was short. <laughs> uh... But they do have uh, Stellan Skarsgård, and that's close enough. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I'm Stellan Skarsgård. <laughs> what? There you go. Your Christopher Walken is... My Christopher Walken is a $20. It's a $20 tier. My, my Christopher Walken sounds like my John Travolta. <laughs> Sandy. Sandy. Especially right now. Yeah, that's crazy. Chase me. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, no. Rebecca Ferguson, Timothy Chalamet, Zendaya, Jason Momoa, Dave Bautista, Josh Brolin, uh, Javier Bardem, Oscar Isaac, Stellan Skarsgård, David Dasmoshian. I said that name right. Yes. Um, just all kinds of names all up in this thing. And that's just the ones that were right there. I'm, I'm sure there's going to be others popping up later. but. Uh, and then this one was also being directed by... Denis Villeneuve. Denis Villeneuve. Okay, so that's part of it right there, because you got that name behind it. I like how you made me say it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I just wasn't... I wasn't schmodowning enough over here. That's I can't it. talk at all. You can't talk at all. Like so I said, this is probably going to be a short episode, because who knows how long this is going to last. Not, you're not going to be able to do a, a French accent either. Yeah. <laughs> Denis Villeneuve. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> I am super eager, though, to be able to sit down in a movie theater and watch this movie. Yeah. Because it's going to be fantastic. Yeah. Uh, especially because I just trust Denis Villeneuve at this point. Yep. Uh, I still need to go. I'm going to admit this. I still need to go back and watch Blade Runner 2049 because uh, I never caught up with Blade Runner. And I just recently, like not too long ago, like a month and a half ago or something like watched that. Watched the first one. Watched Blade Runner. Yeah. And so now I need to watch 2049. Um, but I loved Arrival, uh-huh. so I am I am all set and ready for, just based on Arrival, I'm all set and ready for, uh, for Dune. So, uh, eagerly awaiting that one. I think it's gonna be great. The pictures look exactly as I imagined the movie would look. So, it's uh it's gonna be a good one. Gonna be a good one. Uh, real quick, so Alex Shashek. Uh, drop the $20 stream lab say Hellraiser's hottest club is <laughs> Hellraiser's hottest club is the limit configuration they've got everything there <laughs> torture chains nipple clamps MTV's Dan Cortez MTV's Dan Cortez <laughs> Roman J. Israel Roman J. Israel Esquire <laughs> that's awesome uh, thank you very much, Alex, for that. For that, yeah, I really left. appreciate that. We almost need to do need to do that kind of thing. I know, like, uh, it's feeding off of something that they were trying to do on SCN. Also, like, whenever they did the uh, did the uh, auctioneer like liking the video, and Christian just pumps out something just crazy, and Brett's supposed to write down <laughs> yeah. what he's gonna say and then have him say it. Whips, chains, skinless Julia, Jesus wept, like. <laughs> What's a skinless Julia? It's like a regular Julia, only no skin. Only skinless. Here's the thing. Once again, <laughs> if you've seen Hellraiser, all the references I just made make complete sense. He's never seen Hellraiser. No. I know about things. Yeah. Just not Hellraiser. <laughs> skinless <laughs> Julia. <laughs> Oof. Anyways, moving on. Human squatty potty. <laughs> Human squatty potty. It's when, it's when somebody... What can I say? A person of shorter stature kneels down and you put your feet up on them while taking a number two. Didn't they do that like in Bruno or something like that? No, that was actually... Oh, they had him like actually... That was actually something that Stefan said on SNL. Oh, a human squatty potty? That's so... He had to talk with uh, John Mulaney who who came in as his like lawyer or whatever. Oh, that's right. To find right. out if he could say certain terms because they're offensive to some people. Yeah. So... Uh, a lot of fun. Welcome to the show where we talk about uh, Stefan and only Stefan. Yeah. We can make a whole show out of that. Yeah. So we uh, we talked about horror stuff. We talked about all sorts of things. Uh, speaking of something that's horrible. Yep. That was a stretch. 
Uh, Soul. Soul is officially now moving to the fall. I don't know the new release date. I can't, couldn't be bothered to look up that much information about this topic, but Soul is apparently moving to the fall. It is uh, being ejected from its summer release date and moving to where all the other movies are moving to. So basically, it's still keeping in with the theme of Hellraiser. Autumn is saying, your soul will belong to us. I hate you so much. <laughs> no, it's keeping in the theme of, we can't got no movies this summer. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, soul's moving. Uh, and so is mine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, this is starting to become a really jam-packed end of this year. I know everyone, uh, I've seen it on Twitter, I think you made a comment on one that, I, like, it was the first thing I thought of, and you jumped on it before I did, uh, was, people are like, so, what's your favorite uh, movie so far this year? And you're like, what, out of the five? All, I mean, I've kind of enjoyed all five of them. All five of them? <laughs> I'm like, so, here's the problem, is I, I don't social media very well. We've stated this. I see one really good opportunity for a joke, and you've taken it already. You're taking these jo- You're in a bedroom, like, not too far away from me. Can't you just let, hey, uh, brother, got a good idea if you want to, like, get some social media cred. Here's a joke. No, because what happens is I make the joke and people like it and retweet it. You make the joke and nobody cares. Oh, that's right. Sometimes you just got to be blunt with them, guys. You just got to rip that band-aid off. Yeah. I'm well. going to keep my ideas. You just get better at social media. Right now, I just, I don't care. <laughs> Facts. Yeah. Um, all right, let's jump into some of these uh, bigger topics here. We have already talked about Dune there. Uh, so, Trolls. Or do we want to do AMC? We want to talk about the one that seems more down or the one that seems more up? Yeah. If you looked at the thumbnail, you would understand that. Let's go with the negative first and then kind of try to... Bring it back up to something positive. Cleanse the cleanse the palate with some good stuff. Yep. Uh, AMC. Not doing so good right now. Which, I mean... It's amazing for a big company. Well, what's weird about this is, from what I've been able to tell, we're only hearing about AMC. Yeah. We're not hearing about Regal, Cinemark, any other major movie. Or even Drafthouse for us Austinites. Yeah. Which is weird. Um, So, it's... It's kind of weird that AMC is the one that we're hearing news about right now. Yeah. But I think they, at this point, I would say that they're probably the largest chain in the country, at least. Possibly. And, because, I mean, you go to, so, if you go to, like, any of the major metropolitan areas, say, like, New York, I know there's an AMC over uh, near Times Square, you know, you go to any of these major areas, AMC's pretty much the one that is running the, the, the street corners. In those high tourist areas, I would say I, I I think we have a couple of AMC's around us, mm-hmm. like just like I know of like two or three I think in the Austin area. Yeah, there's one not too far. Um, but yeah, AMC is is probably the big one of the biggest ones. It is for it to be having this much trouble and struggle right now, where it's like seeking as much bailout money as possible. It's it's looking at it like trying to. I'm not big like in the financial side or the business side, so I don't understand the term selling selling your debt or whatever, but this is what I've seen in the news stories. There's a lot happening right now where uh, this is going to sound great. Where'd you go? You're not on screen anymore. You playing the trumpet? 
I'm trying not to call attention to it. No, I'm not. Um. So, uh. Like a trumpet. Mumbo number five. Why are you that close to your mic? I don't know. I just felt like doing <laughs> just that. blasted everybody's ears. Um. So, you, you look at a company as big as AMC, and they're going through these kinds of financial struggles right now, and it's like. How does this? How does this affect our movie industry, or at least the way we view movies? Because I'll be able to juxtapose this with the story, with the new story of Trolls here in a minute. But uh, the whole big deal with a company as big as AMC struggling, especially since they introduced that the uh, the the pass for the AMC movies and answer to Movie Pass, which. Uh, so they're, they're they are kind of the uh, the movie theater chain that you look to to see what's going on with how theaters are operating everything right now, and it is kind of disheartening to see, you know, what's going on with them. You're uh, obviously we we all standing back here, you know, saying like, look, whatever happens to the economy happens to the economy. We don't want to open it too soon. You know, it's got to we got to ride this thing out as long as as long as we need to, as long as we need to keep things safe at the same time though it's like i really want theaters back and i really want to be able to go back to theaters mm-hmm. so you, you got to play it safe but at the same time like yeah you are looking at companies that are big like amc starting to fail a little bit because the economy just doesn't allow them to operate right now that's that's going to be huge for the way we view movies as a whole and I know I remember hearing before that there was talks of like, uh, will the government be able to bail out movie theater chains? To some degree, they do because they're being hit very hard right now. Yeah. Um, and I know some of them are trying to make do with what they can. Alamo Drafthouse, for example, has been doing a whole bunch of like streaming Alamo at home mm-hmm. type of uh, setups. Uh, so I mean, they're still holding on. In some form, in some cases, uh, the one of my other ones uh, that I saw is that drive-in movie theaters, which we have, I guess, just recently reopened some in the Austin area. Those are actually going to be opening here within the next week. Interesting. With it, like I know of one in Round Rock that's going to be opening here in a couple of days. Round Rock is a suburb of Austin. It's where Dell Computer Headquarters are. It's pretty much where we grew up. Uh, they're going to be doing uh, some drive-in movies, so yeah. you could go in there. Of course, you got to stay in your car. You can't leave your car, but... And that's why. Yeah. Which is interesting, because it brings back the something of old. Like, I'm completely down with going and seeing a... Uh, going and seeing a drive-in theater... Wonderful. <laughs> you know my mic is still on, right? You can turn yours off, but we can still hear you. Yeah, hopefully it's not that loud. Anyway... Um, I am, I'm very interested in going to a drive-in theater. Like, obviously right now with movies not, for, you know, new first-run movies not playing, nobody's going to, no studio is going to release a movie specifically for a drive-in theaters when they're few and far between. Yeah. So does that mean we get, like, some more classics and stuff that we can possibly hop in our cars and go see at a drive-in theater? Because I'm down. I, it, gets, it gives something for you to do outside of the house where you can be a safe distance from other people. You're in your car. You're not interacting with other people, so it's keeping to, you know, all your social distancing for quarantines and stuff. Uh, and I get to go see a classic movie like I think we discussed before, like Grease. 
Grease would be fantastic. You go to see, see like a movie like Grease on in a drive-in theater. Uh-huh. That'd be awesome. That's an experience. Uh, I know the one here. They're going to be showing. Uh, I, I was quickly perusing it. They're going to be showing like Princess Bride, Days and Confused, yeah. uh, The Goonies. Into this, like this. This is fantastic. I'd be down for going to the drive-in to see these movies. Hundred percent. The only problem is, is do you want to be in a car next to me when I'm <laughs> all over the place? I don't so, want to be in a car next to you when you're not. You're like, I don't want to be sitting at the table across from you while you're doing that. <laughs> yeah. On a live stream. So, uh, yeah, uh, I think that's interesting. But, I mean, you're still looking at a situation where, like, we've talked about this before, where big big name movie studios are still going to be supporting theater chains. The question is, is that how many chains are going to be around for them to support? Yeah. That's the new conversation we're having about this now because, you know as a as like universal or disney or paramount or whatever wb you can say like our commitment to theater the theatrical viewing experience is still is still there we're still going to be fully committed to doing this but you know amc fails and has to shut all of its doors for good and maybe some of these other chains not too far behind that's going to that's going to leave a void it's, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna cause an issue where there's not gonna be a theater to go see these movies at, which is terrifying for those of us who are like really into the theatrical experience. Um, so I mean that's that's kind of the negatives right now. We're hoping that you know, I think AMC as a big chain is going to be doing some things. Again, I'm not, I have no idea on the business side and finances of a company that big or how that works. I know that they're probably going to be doing some stuff to be able to... They're talking about the stuff in the chat. Yeah. Some the, stuff. That word just hit my head. <laughs> they're going to be doing some things. They're not talking about the thing. <laughs> um, where uh, they could probably try to save themselves. Or maybe the government is able to send a bill out to theater chains. Yeah. So that's, that's something I'm really going to be kind of closely following here in the next few weeks just to see just see what happens with that on the flip side though you have the other opportunity for movies other than theatrical releases which is streaming video on demand yeah that is an opportunity for for movies to hit now the problem is that you're not going to get as much of a return on those as you would say if you release them theatrically and that might be the thing, and this is what I was kind of uh, like. I was kind of curious about in regards to uh, this Trolls World Tour. Mm-hmm. So the first Trolls movie did well enough to warrant a sequel, but then they just sent this straight to video on demand. Uh, the news on this is, is the highest performing video on demand. Yeah, it hit record. But that's because that there has never been an, a theatrical movie. For all intents and purposes, it was originally supposed to be released theatrically, Mm -hmm. shoved to video on demand. So there's never been a major first-run movie ever sent to a video on demand service like this. Yeah. Uh, So that's really kind of like the – and it's also a family movie. So that kind of helps. I mean, everybody in the household could watch it. We're not talking about like these – body melt movies like they're talking about in chat where no one except maybe the weird one weird person in your household can watch it there's a reason i'm not looking at the chat right now. i know <laughs> i don't want to talk about those but uh not going to be able to answer anything about it yeah <laughs> uh but 
the, this is a movie for the entire family, so yeah. that definitely helps. Everyone could just sit down and have a family moment and watch this movie. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of curious as to what the what would have been the difference compared to how it would have performed in the theater. Yeah, uh, are people more inclined to want to watch this at, at home mm-hmm. and instead of going to the movie theater? Also, you're talking about if you have a, an entire family, if you got like a family of four, you're talking about like getting this movie for say like twenty bucks, mm-hmm. video on demand. All four of you, all four of you, watch, watch it. it for twenty bucks yeah. when it would have cost y'all like. Forty, fifty dollars to go see it in the movie theater, not including like any concessions. Yep. I mean, there's there's a huge value there to that. So did that kind of help boost more of the sales? Yeah. So I mean, you go back and you look at the numbers, say the box office numbers. I believe what I saw, and I can be corrected on this if I'm wrong. That's fine. Uh, the original Trolls movie had made about forty, around forty five million or so in its opening weekend. Yeah. And pretty decent for that movie. Nobody. It was a new property no one was really expecting too much from it whereas trolls world tour made roughly about half that just from however they track money from video on demand Both, so uh, i guess renting from i guess i guess how, how you said that's like a 20 dollar rental fee or something yeah and it so, made half the amount of money so not that bad for a video on demand for a first run movie but I wonder, how, like, how much precedent do you have to base that off of? How do you how do you look at that and you're like, eh, we could have done better. Yeah. Well, yeah. If you really if you're able to release theatrically, you definitely would have done better. But you know that's it's interesting because it it did hit that number. It did hit the uh, demand record for video on demand movies. So what do you what numbers do you look at? What do you figure and think about when you're when you're judging that and basing off. You know, what are we going to do for future movies right now? Is this a viable source for us to release our movies directly to streaming over, say, putting them in the theater? Does yeah. it make more sense? But still, like, even if that's the case, I guarantee there's absolutely no way you're ever going to see, like, say, Black Widow is going to go straight to streaming. The only way that would happen is if Disney absolutely had to get it out based on how the MCU timeline and schedule for releasing movies works but they've already shown us that that's not the case they they can push it to the, the later half of the year and they're gonna be fine they'll just push everything else back too yeah <clears throat> which makes sense but uh yeah i mean i don't know because you look at you look at other big releases like soul you look at mulan these are still being released theatrically but at what point do you say that's going to video on demand too you have an example right now coming up for disney with uh, artemis fowl which has already been delayed, but it looks like Artemis Fowl is going to be pushed to Disney Plus instead of released theatrically. And what does that say about the studio's, I guess, backing of that movie? Mm-hmm. Like the this Trolls one, that was what DreamWorks. I believe so. Uh, I mean, I, I feel like they had good faith in their Trolls property. Uh, I haven't heard like too many reviews of this, but again, I'm not really the demographic for Trolls, uh, especially because they don't look like the little dolls. So. You lost me right there off the bat. They don't yeah. have little jewels in their belly buttons. They have the same head shape, and, crazy, it, and they have crazy hair. Hair, yeah. <clears throat> uh, but when you do something like that, like, say, Disney releasing Artemis Fowl, we've already mm-hmm. seen Artemis Fowl get pushed back, yeah. like, a year. Yep. And then they're like, yeah, we're just going to throw it to streaming. Well, I mean, that doesn't, that doesn't sound like much confidence in that particular movie or property. Mm-hmm. 
while something like uh, Black Widow, they're like, yeah, we're going to hold on to that because we know this is going to... And we, as an audience, know that Black Widow is going to be good. We've been following the MCU for a while now, so... But Artemis Fowl? Yeah, who knows? Uh, kind of the same thing when I was uh, wondering what would happen if uh, New Mutants gets thrown to a streaming service. Which, at now. this point, can we just do that? Yeah, I, I mean, that I, just because I want to see it. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I'm just... I'm just interested in seeing. Uh, I'm just seeing, interested in seeing new mutants happen. Yeah. But, you know, that's that's one that's been uh, been out and delayed so much that. Yeah, we just need to see this now. But, I think they're still pretty committed to releasing that one theatrically because that's nothing but profit for Disney on that one. Uh, they when they bought 20th Century Fox when they bought Fox they purchase the rights to the movies that they already had in production yeah which fox spent all the money on disney didn't spend any of the money on that now you can say it balances out with the amount of money that disney spent buying fox but you you make return on a movie that you didn't spend money on that's nothing but helping kind of fill in the profit loss when you bought fox Yes, and the fact that it's based off the the X-Men property is what's going to help bring people into the theater to watch it, and that will help. Yeah. <coughs> so, that's it's a it's a really interesting situation right now where you're seeing like it's it's a successful formula for some movies, and it could be successful for other movies that they haven't uh released yet. But also it's like long-term I think theaters I don't think the, the the theatrical model is going to die anytime soon outside of the situation that we're just in right now. Yeah. Out, outside of an outside force, a third-party source coming in and shaking everything up, I just don't see streaming overtaking theaters really ever. Except for this case. Yeah. Uh, I would love to highlight some of these uh, comments in here now that uh, Garth has dropped in here at least because he's... He's gotten some pretty good ones. Uh, apparently, you action folks in the chat decided to hijack this entire chat in some capacity. Are they talking about cheese? They're talking about cheese. Well, so the whole thing started with talking about Melt movies, which we don't need to go into too much description That's here. It's not my kind of movie. It, it definitely is not. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, Alex was asking what's a what's a melt movie. Uh, Tim Franco in our chat is he's done a very good job of describing what a melt movie is and given really good examples of them. All of the examples he's given, I have seen and I wholeheartedly back every single one of them. I love the stuff. And I will if not I, back could, any of them. Actually, you could watch the stuff. The stuff would probably be okay for you. Sure. Um, I got higher priority movies on my list right now. Well, the <laughs> the stuff is good just because of the lead guy in that. Uh, his his character's name is Mo, and throughout the entire movie, he's introducing himself as like, "Hi, my name's Mo." They call me that because every time somebody hands me some money, I want some Mo. Like he says it exactly like that throughout the entire movie, and I think it's your hilarious. Helps that impression. A it does. Bit. It actually does very much. But I love I love him. So I bring this up because Garth uh, dropped the comment, "Who moderates the moderators?" Yeah. Which uh, Danny very quickly said, "The Watchmen." It's a nice. Uh, who watches the Watchmen? Who watches the Watchmen? Uh, I I like that. But Garth also said that uh, he likes that Patty put her foot down and won't release Wonder Woman 1984 on streaming. If it has to get moved again, she's okay with waiting until summer 2021 20, to be in theaters. And you know what? I'm for that. 
you know, I very eagerly want to see Wonder Woman 1984. I really liked the trailer to that. I thought it was a great trailer. If we have to wait till next year to see it in theaters, I'll wait till next year to see it in theaters. Uh, I think it's going to be good. So. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I um, want Mo. <laughs> see, Tim. Uh, Tim knows. <laughs> uh, <laughs> They're saying, like, he, so Frosty the Snowman is a melt movie? Well, technically, one. yeah. I mean... It's it's when, uh, literally melts. When Cinder Kelly uh, melts on the table in X-Men, is that a melt movie? Well, I mean, I guess. Do we call that melting? He just kind of turns into water and just, yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, he says it literally every time he meets someone. Yeah, throughout the whole movie, he's saying that phrase. It's, it's so funny. Uh, Par said in November, it's No Time to Die, Kong vs. Godzilla, Black Widow, and Soul. Here's the thing, I... Forget that Kong vs. Godzilla is supposed to come out. We haven't seen anything about I mean, it. Yeah, I haven't seen a thing from it. Like, all all marketing has <laughs> stopped. And I, I, I think we've talked about this before, but we've gotten to the point where it's like, why bother wasting the money on marketing when you don't know for certain if your movie's going to be able to come out at the time your marketing says so? Yeah. Like we said for uh, Fast and Furious 9 is that they've already built up. They did that whole thing where they did this massive concert, and then they released the trailer. and Posters and all that. Posters, everything. All this marketing material came out, and now it's being delayed for a year, which means you now have to basically start over again with marketing. Mm -hmm. All that marketing you did before, people are going to forget about it. We're going to see the same trailer again around the same time next year. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. So... Yeah, you don't want to release any of this marketing material because right. is it going to be a waste of money? Are you going to have to start releasing more and more as, as far as it goes out? Mm -hmm. The downside, really, for this is that means that as this starts clearing up, a channel like ours that is constantly doing trailer reactions... It's going to have a lot of work to do in the latter half of the year. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of trailer reactions to do. And it's going to be, it's going to be fun to throw all this together. Uh, we're going to have to work double time. I'm going to have to actually edit some videos this time. Possibly. Which, yeah. uh, which I, you know, I've have experience. I've done that before. I did it for our Onward review and the Wayback review. Yeah, because there was so much all going on at that particular weekend. And now it seems silly because we could have just waited and watched Onward on Disney Plus and done it at our own leisure. Yeah, but it was great seeing that movie in the theater. Yeah, it's true. It is very true. Um, again, I'm completely all for the theatrical experience. So I'm glad that we got to see any movies this year in the theater at this point. Uh, just wish we could have probably passed all bloodshot. Yeah, again, welcome to the Sun Fanatics, where we are very much disappointed that the last movie we saw in theaters was Bloodshot. Yeah. I would have preferred Sonic. Yeah. Because Sonic was fun. But Dude, that's actually been... What, what, bloodshot came out, what, Valentine's Day weekend? Or no? No, that was Sonic. That was Sonic. Yeah. So Bloodshot came out... Beginning of March. No, it was at the end of February. End of February, beginning of March. Where it was it's... like the week or two after after Sonic. And then it was pretty much by then was right after that was when the theaters... Because they had already pushed back uh, uh, No Time to Die yeah. by the time Bloodshot came out. And we're like, wow, so all these movies are going to start being pushed back. Bloodshot's still coming out in the theater. So we saw Bloodshot. And yeah. That's what we were questioning. Like, were people really going to go to the movie theater at that time? And then it was right after that, just pretty much all movies gone. That's what I'm saying. It was like right at the beginning of March that Bloodshot came out because it was right after that that everything just started getting shut down completely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Going to have a lot of work on our shoulders by the end of this year, which, look, 
I'm not complaining whatsoever about that. It's going to be a lot of work. It will for this yeah. channel. I'm just going to be happy that there's work to do in this case. Oh, absolutely. Uh, we're going to see three or four movies a weekend. we got to see three or four movies a weekend. I'm going to be so happy to sit my butt firmly in a movie theater seat every single time. That's what I'm saying. Like, legitimately, um, legitimately, gratitude of what we experience day to day is going to look so much different on the other side. It's like, there's there's the argument that you take things for granted every day that you get to experience in a common everyday day. Now, it's going to be like, I never thought I would love this theater chair as much as I do right now. I just want to sit here and hug it and hold it. Yeah. Just as long as it's not a screening of cats. Yeah. I got to be honest. Even if Cats was the only movie coming out this year, I still wouldn't go see it. I still wouldn't go see it. <laughs> it was just awful. It was yeah. just awful. Um, so I think that's going to wrap up pretty much most, if not all, of the news right now. I think we can, if we want, we can chime in a little bit on uh, some of the schmodown that happened this week. Uh, guys, go ahead and get your any questions that you have, anything you want to send in through Streamlabs, Super Chat, all that in right now. Uh, we will probably be calling it a shorter show uh, than we normally do this week, but uh, yeah, we want to go ahead and get into the schmodown stuff, so start sending in any any questions and stuff right now, and we'll hit them up after, after this talk. Yeah. Now, for those who are watching and do not know what the schmodown is yet, I feel like a lot of y'all should start knowing this by now. I'm not, and I'm not even really talking to you guys who are live in the chat right now because I know every single one of you who are live in the chat right now know exactly what the Schmodown is. But for those who are watching this on a replay and you have no idea, it's movie trivia if it was mixed with wrestling storylines and like UFC-type rankings. Yeah. A lot of really fun stuff there. It's basically movie trivia if movie trivia was a sport. Real competition where you're trying to see who knows the most about movies and who plays the game the best with character work, all that kind of fun stuff. It's definitely worth checking out. We are big fans of the Schmodown. So on our shows, we will always point people over to the Schmodown Entertainment Network to go subscribe, check out their videos over there, and support them all day long. Um, but yeah, I want to go ahead and touch on the match this week because it was a big one for fans everywhere. Jader Paramo finally made his debut match from winning the uh, the fan fatal four way thing in Orlando, which I was super looking forward to because it's I just want to see because when Christian started announcing this and talking and you know putting out the golden tickets or what have you for the Willy Wonka the Willy Wonka not the Hot Wonka but the Willy Wonka Hot yeah. Wonka is different um, for the Willy Wonka stuff. Uh, it was like okay cool he's he's saying that we might find the next dan merle from this in which case it's like oh you know how cool a story would that be if we did uh and then you fast forward to now and you have jada promo versus britney young which we also need to talk about britney young too because she is going to be a force to be reckoned with in the schmodown as well but you fast forward to jada winning his first match and uh that's that's a that's a good story in the making Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm pretty pretty excited to see what future he has in the Schmodown now that he's won his first match. 
yeah, he did very well in that. Uh, there was definitely like a little bit of uh, like new to the lights type of scenario, but mm-hmm. uh, not as bad as like other new to the lights that I've seen before. Uh, but he did very well in that yeah. first match. Uh, and for the most part, I mean, Brittany has been on there before participating in a glow celebrity match. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she's been on the down. She sat under the lights before. Uh, but I believe Jader just came in. Uh, I don't know what, like, Brittany's, like, studying was for this, if she did or didn't, but... Um, um she uh, talked a little bit on, uh, cause she was, cause both of them were on backstage today. She yeah. talked a little bit about it, how, uh, there's some stuff that she's, she went over and, and... Uh, other stuff that she just operated off the I just feel confident about this type type deal um so that she she covered a little bit of it uh Jader covered a little bit over over what he was doing he said he uh he was like non-stop studying since October so yeah. he's he's been preparing for months to to jump in there and get ready yeah so I know his studying he he was getting ready to like go fight and go to battle with this but mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm going to, I'm trying to look for the list here that Alex is asking about. Oh, all the exhibition matches? Yeah. Yeah, because there's, there's going to be some good stuff coming up here pretty soon. Um, uh, real quick, Garth, Garth said, when you said this week, I was worried about the, worried for saying you were going to talk about the Robert Parker versus Ace match. No. Um, we will talk about that next week. Honestly, and I'll, I'll get the little behind the scenes. Typically, I don't like doing it, but I'll, I'll get a little bit behind the scenes. Tip, usually with the way our schedules have been working, uh, we don't watch the match until probably about Wednesday. Yeah, so a- at least Wednesday, we uh, we just don't have opportunities all that often, especially right now while you're not feeling good, and it's, it's a kind of hit or miss each day as to whether or not you feel good enough to be on camera or not. Yeah, because we kind of had to force it that one time. We just ran out of time, and we had to force that one uh, where I just I didn't have a voice at all. Yeah, we so. did that one super late. But as far as the Patreon matches, we usually don't. We usually haven't watched them by the time we do this show anyway, so it doesn't make sense for us to talk about a match we haven't seen yet. Uh, very much looking forward to seeing it. Uh, I'm excited to see Robert Parker's debut, but we'll probably end up actually recording our reaction to that tomorrow or Thursday. Yeah. Um, so, just based on the schedule, because I know we definitely want to watch uh, Schmobates this week too. Because if you don't know Schmobates, we'll give a plug for C2A here because we like doing that. Uh, it's going to be Kaiser versus Kevin Smith this week. Yeah. That's um, going to be a fun Both show. of whom are fantastic people. Yeah. Fantastic characters. Yeah. And I love both those guys in real life, too. They're both a ton of fun to hang out with and talk to. Uh, but it's going to be a fun, <laughs> fun Schmobates. So, guys, for those of you who aren't actually part of action, which most of you are, uh go over to call to action podcast subscribe check out Schmobates this week check out the past Schmobates. there's been a lot of good ones so i'm excited for that one tomorrow so still haven't been able to find like the full list but uh there is so i found a post on garza uh, check facebook messenger oh looky there There we go. Yeah. Ooh, that's a nice long list. There's yeah, they they got some really good ones coming up. I'm pretty excited. 
Uh, I know they're all going to be done over StreamYard, which is, you know, it's hit or miss based on people's, you know, internet connections and all that. But uh, I, I do like that the exhibitions don't count towards anyone's actual records, that yeah. they are literally all matches just for fun that we're doing right now just because we have to fill in the space at the moment in time. Uh, but any schmodown is better than no schmodown. So. Um, so I see that. So there's like the championship one. That one's going to be a good one. So you got Dan Merle versus Roca versus Smets versus Alex Dan. Every, everyone who owned, who's holding a belt right now, that's going to be a good match and right there. The questions are supposed to be like intermixed, so it's going to be a little bit of intergeekdom and Star Wars with a little general general knowledge. So that's going to be that's going to be a good one. Yeah. Uh, there's also the James Bond, uh, which is going to be, of course, Mike Kalinowski, uh, Emma Fife. Yeah, is participating in that one. I didn't know Emma Fife was a James Bond she head. She knows some Bond. Uh, and of course, we got Tim Franco, who's in our chat. And go figure. Who knew that guy was going to be in a Bond match? Yeah, and it's ridiculous. Brad Gilmore. Yeah. Uh, which we didn't know that Brad Gilmore was big into uh, into this until uh, January. Yeah, until we did the reaction with him. Which, for those of you who have not seen our season opening reaction <laughs> of the uh, New York Live event. That we actually did with Brad Gilmore at Booker T's World Gym Arena in January. We literally drove three hours to Houston to shoot a schmodown reaction with him. Uh, he does divulge some very interesting information, including the fact that he was going to be in a Bond exhibition match. Yeah. So, with the four individuals that we've mentioned. Yeah. Him included. But, so that was that was very interesting information that we knew back in January because he said it in our video. <laughs> Uh, so MCU championship exhibition match, that's one that I would say I, that would have been fun for us to participate in because I know we both are pretty, pretty well versed on MCU. Uh, was it Winston Marshall, Eric Zipper, Jay Washington, and Sean Gerber all participating in that. Uh, and I feel pretty confident saying I could probably take all of them on. Including Sean Gerber? That's the only one that I'd really be super frightened about. Yeah. Uh, just because he dominated so much in the in the prior one, um, they're talking real quick, saying that they are they think they're Patreon exclusive. They are for a while. They're Patreon exclusive, and then I believe Christian said they would be released to the public in May, following the last uh, actual in studio match that was filmed. Yeah. After it airs to the public, then all these will start coming out to the public because they're going to need. They're going to need something to give to the public during the time when we still don't know if we're going to be able to go back to the studio and have more matches filmed or not. Yeah. Uh, real quick, Movie Fenobi with the $1.99 Super Chat. Adam's family values and taglines. Hello, man. <laughs> we do have our values. And we do have our taglines. I also do appreciate the fact that you spell Adam's with the 1D this time. I mean, everyone else usually spells it with the 2Ds. Not that I'm saying you have a habit of spelling it with 2Ds. Because, again, okay, um... Uh, back to the list. Uh, Lord of the Rings. Uh, yeah, no. I'm not participating in a Lord of the Rings exhibition. I'm still participating, but we're still going to do reactions to these things. Yeah. That'll be... This is the one This is one I actually would love to be a part of. Uh, is the Back to the Future. Uh, so, Kevin Smets, uh, Mark Andranko, uh Frankie Numbers is going to be in there. Frank Janish. And, of course, Brad Gilmore, whose book... Uh, just came out today. Oh yeah, so 
His book, Back from the Future, available at all the places you get your books at, pretty much. Except for the actual physical stores, because you can't go to them right now. Pretty much. Uh, But they will be there when you're able to. Here's the thing. Uh, the only the only thing I would question myself on is I I know Back to the Future like very well. All three movies I know very well. How well? I don't know if I know it well enough. Well, more more well than someone who actually wrote a book on it. Yeah. That's yeah. that's that would be the intimidating factor on that one. That'd be fun to watch. I uh, I can't wait to uh, do the reaction to that match to see how uh, you stack up against Gilmore. Yeah. Uh, new release, Fatal 4-Way, uh, Perry Nimiroff, uh, Dan Merle, Brandon Meyer, and Paul Oyama. That will be a fun one to watch as well, again, because we rarely ever see uh, Perry. Yeah. We haven't seen her probably since uh, the actual last Jurassic Park exhibition match that they did. Yeah. With, uh, was that Cody, Cody Hall? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I think they're doing again. Uh, and then, of course, there's also the, they're doing a horror match now instead of waiting for October. I am always down for the horror one. Every time they do it and I'm playing along with it, uh, I usually, I usually am lasting about as long, uh, as Bibiani. So I would be eager to participate in a horror exhibition match. Which super eager. Just so we're clear out there, understand right now that the Cinefanatics basically just said that whenever they are able to make a team debut, if and when, uh, watch out for Marvel and horror categories. Yeah, most just definitely. Build the beans there, I guess. Well, I mean, we have like over like about a lot of game tape. We have two years of like game tape of like what we're good at, what we're not good at. Game so. tape. Yeah, so no. I mean, people could go back and see. I'm not trying to hide anything at this point. Go look at my letterbox, whatever. You'll yeah. see what I've seen. Just because I haven't seen it doesn't mean I don't know it, though. That's so. the dangerous thing about letterbox for a lot of people who are wanting to compete in the showdown is, hey, all of your stuff is right out there in the open. Unless you're somebody, but again, unless you're somebody like a Bibiani or you know somebody or a Dan Merle who guess what, they know everything. Yeah, again, that's the thing with it, is just because you haven't seen it doesn't mean you don't know it. I've answered plenty of questions on doing Schmodown reactions about movies I haven't seen. You have too, especially if you answer a horror movie <laughs> question. I knew Crawl. Yeah. Uh, Rob Cobb, Four Way, yeah, probably. Jurassic Park, That would be a that would be a fun one to do as well. Yeah, I mean, I'll answer some questions from uh, the first two Jurassic Parks, maybe Jurassic World, but don't ask me any questions from Jurassic Park 3 or Fallen, who cares? Yeah, Fallen, who cares on that one, yeah. <laughs> um, movie release dates, I mean, I'm not I'm not, I'm not, trampling on that one. That that has to be Ben Bateman and Scott Bantz. I might actually legitimately do some kind of studying before we do a reaction to that. That would be fun, though. Just yeah. to see if we can hang in there. Uh, Rocky, that's another one. I, I feel really good about Rocky, but I, I'm not going up. I would not go against Christian or Roca on Rocky. No, not at this point. Uh, sports, uh, I wouldn't say I'm really good at sports either. <laughs> Literal sports or sports movie knowledge? Sports movies. Either one, he's not good at. Unless that sport is, how are you bowling? I don't like Kingpin. That was not. I don't think. I'm not talking about sports movies. I'm talking about legitimately. How are you at bowling? Oh. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. Gotta like a sport. You could drink a beer while participating in the sport, though. So. I think yeah. So I think the ones that I'm looking forward to the most are going to be that movie release dates, the actual championship match, uh, 
a lot of a lot of those I think are the ones that I'm going to be more interested in just because of the level of competition that we know is going to come from. We, we know specifically is going to come from those. Uh, at this point, I am eager for Bond as well because I think not only do we finally get uh, Tim Franco versus Mike Kalinowski in a Bond match, we uh, we get to see how Brad Gilmore stacks up at the uh, at the question desk this time instead of just sitting next to us in a reaction video or just chatting on yeah because that was the thing is before that reaction uh, we haven't really seen. Uh, Brad Gilmore play or react or answer questions. Yeah, He's always just been commentating on the rundown. Uh, so with our reaction was the first time you got to see him kind of like participate and play. And now he actually is going to be sitting at the table answering questions. So that'll be interesting. Alex said there's an echo. Gar said there's an echo. What'd you do? I don't know. Stop turning off your mic. Okay. Flip it back over. Let's. Uh... Luckily, the show's almost over. So I don't know where there is. Don't say anything for a second. Your mic is doing something. Well, okay then. So just turn my mic down just a little. Turn it off and turn it back on again. Okay. Uh, how's that sound, guys? Let us know if there's an echo on that still. I love being one of those shows that has audio issues like other big-name shows. I mean, you got to work out the kinks as they go, so... you got to work out the what? Kinks. That's not this type of show. Yeah. <laughs> We're brothers. You don't do that kind of thing. Yeah. Better. Better. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Good, 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 good. Good, 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 good. Um... Sound like Popeye there. Yeah, that's not one of your twenty dollar impressions. No, that's a uh, I pay them to be able to do that impression. Yeah. <laughs> Can I do a Popeye impression for you? I'll pay you twenty dollars to let me do my Popeye impression. Yeah. Your Popeye? My Popeye. Oh. Like your chicken Popeye? The sickness got your ears all mixed up there. Oh, that and I'm hungry. Um, so the other thing I want to outside is I can't taste any food either with the allergy stuff. So yeah, we got to make sure because we know that not tasting things is definitely a significant symptom. Yeah, of Yeah, I, I don't thing. have a fever, so I should be okay. Yeah, but what's funny is like pro tip is when you have allergies and you can't taste food, feel free to knock into your uh, freezer burn frozen veggies that are in your freezer that have been there for a couple of months because you can't taste them anyways. <laughs> Might as well. I'm not gonna eat them because I can taste. I mean, I've, I've just been going at frozen veggies and chicken breast. Just no sauce, no seasoning, chicken breast. Like, I can't taste it. Might as well just knock it out and save all the sauce and seasoning for something else once I can taste again. Sure. So that's been nice. Welcome to the uh, Cook of Fanatics. Um, I do like cooking. No, the last thing I want to talk about that happened in this, uh, in this match this last week was the return of one... Oh, yeah. Bobby Finstock. That's, which here's the thing: the faction's called the Finstock Exchange, so we really can't play with the idea that Finstock and Tom Dagnino are separate entities. Yeah, they are the same person. It's just that now he just happens to have his mask back, which I have no idea what that means because there's multiple factors here that you got to look at. It means something in terms of what does Dagnino do now that he's got his mask back? Does that change? 
any of the way that he operates or does anything. Is he going to slowly move back into being a heel again? Or what? And what does that mean as far as Guy was the one who gave him the mask? Because there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of talk you can do out here saying that Guy gave Finstock a gift to try to butter him up to maybe recruit him onto the Finstock exchange. Which I don't think I need to explain to all you who do follow the Schmodown why that's a big deal. Fill in the blank here. You understand why that's a big deal, right? For guy being on the fence hockey stance, you got to pay attention to me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, because that could potentially partner him back up with uh, someone. Yeah, Mark Riley. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah guy and Guy and Riley. The, they both have dogs, so that's a team I'm eager to see. No, it's because Team Action could possibly make a resurgence. <laughs> You're gonna mess up the audio again. Oh yeah. Stop turning off your mic. <sighs> We're gonna have to end it if there's another echo. Um, yeah, so I'm very interested in seeing what happens with this whole uh, Finstock resurgence. I love the cutscene. Yeah, just the cutscenes in general. I'm the guy who doesn't want that guy to hold the mask back from this guy and that guy and like okay, that's pretty good. But then that uh that like '70s pulp. Oh uh, yeah, with him having the mask on hanging from the ladder and like Finstock is back. Yeah, it was kind of uh, it. You see, like the quality of uh, cutscene that they're they're gonna start producing now, and I think part of it is definitely the Skybound influence that's that's coming in there. They want to step up like the cinematic quality of a lot of these things. I want to say some of this is also due to uh, Eric Rodriguez's editing. Yeah, and he definitely comes into play also because yeah. he since he's t- fully taken the, over the entire Schmodown, he's got you know he's gonna have his way essentially with how some of the editing goes on a lot of this stuff. So. It's it is it is partly on Eric's shoulders as well that you know we see a more cinematic edit of a lot of the stuff. Yeah, like his flavor, his like little nods, like that is definitely a nod to like seventies exploitation yeah. type movies. So I think I think there's a lot of fun stuff that's gonna be coming down the line, and hopefully we get to uh, get to return back to like studio matches here sooner rather than later, so that we can. We can get back into the swing of things. In a movie theater. In a movie theater. Just <laughs> normal. Be able to hop on an airplane so we can go back to L.A. again and hang out with all the schmo friends. Yep, all the schmo friends. All the schmo friends. Yeah. Uh, so that's about wrapping up. Do you have any other questions for us? Anything y'all want to pop up in the chat, Streamlabs? We'll check those again real quick. Um, yeah, so again, next week we are looking at, uh, we're probably going to do this as a stream yard setup mm-hmm. next week because we'll have Roka. A little bit of a different setup than normal. Hopefully this is all cleared up finally. Yeah, hopefully everything about so that. so tired of Everything this. about that changes. Yeah, because I'm just completely like kind of out of it. Yes, thank you for the joke. We know. I get it. Yes, funny. Uh, Anyways, uh, so hopefully, yeah, there a lot of stuff clears up, yeah, and uh, should be a lot more clear and concise, especially on my end, uh, because now I do feel completely congested, stuffed up, yep. compared to when we started this. Yep, and you sound it too, especially with that little blip. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, excited to have uh, Rokon next week. So guys, come back for next week. Uh, we will be able to do the do the fun chats with 
with Relka, we're going to talk movie industry stuff. We're going to talk movies in general. We're going to talk Schmodown. We're going to talk all the stuff with The Outlaw, and that's going to be a ton of fun. Uh, also, I will say this. Uh, I'm going to try to hopefully have it up and ready to go next week, but I spent a good portion of today working out the kinks on a Patreon. So that's going to be coming here pretty soon. Well, we're going to have a Patreon? <laughs> We're going to have an, another opportunity for people to give us money for videos? <laughs> sure. Yeah, that's that's coming. We're, uh, we've been racking our brains over the last, I don't know how long, trying to figure out what tiers look like for us and everything. So. And here's the thing. There's actually a couple of those, the stuff that we're offering in the tiers. It's not so much that we want this as a ability for you to give us money, because, I mean... I'm not the type of person that's constantly, give me money, give me money. <laughs> and that's why they call me Mo, because every time someone gives me money, I want some Mo. <laughs> uh, I'm not I'm not Mo. Uh, but there are some of the stuff that we have planned for the tiers yeah. that are just going to be fun to do. Yeah, I like the fact that we have this Patreon platform that will give us the ability to make that exclusive content that's going to be fun. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a, be a blast to put it together. It would almost be something I'd want to do and put together, even if no one's signed up for our Patreon. I mean, it helps that if people sign up for the Patreon. Because it gives us the ability, you know... It gives you credibility. It, well, yeah, sure. It also it also pays for the ability to for you to take the time to actually do a lot of the content that we will, that we want to do on Patreon, so... A lot, of, a lot of fun stuff, a lot of good community-based stuff coming up where we get to hang out and talk with folks and all, all sorts of stuff. So, Garza, $10 tier, and you get uh, my used tissues. I mean, if you think my snot is worth $10 a month, hey, I mean, that's cool. I guess I never really thought that my phlegm could be worth something. That means a $50 tier, you get mine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if y'all want to know what that looks like, go look at the cover of that movie, The Stuff. <laughs> That's pretty much, <laughs> yeah. Um. So, uh. Yeah. So a lot of fun stuff. Uh. Hopefully coming next week. I'll be. Hopefully we'll be able to drop that and announce that as the official thing. We're starting next week. Um. One of, one of those tiers is going to be a movie watch log, and at this point now, I'm starting to think that that watch log should be for the stuff. Dude, Franco. Okay, well, uh, I misread that. So, Tim Franco says, this has been a stuff stream, and I'm here for it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I love that movie. You're going to be here for a stuff watch-along? I don't know if I want to yeah. do that. Um, I'll do a La La Land watch-along easy. So you need to a, watch it again. It's going to be a sing-along. We're just going to be sitting here singing. City of Stars. Yeah. La -da 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 -da. Yeah. So a lot of fun stuff, yeah. Yeah, a lot of fun stuff. Uh, I love the fact that this that these, these sure you do. body belt movies have come up in the discussion because they're movies I would love to talk about. Now I'm not going to go into details and talk about them. Because I'm a movies, boring person to talk about them with. These are movies I would really like to talk talk about. I mean, they're really interesting off-the-wall movies. Franco says he'll come on for a stiff watch-along. He met stuff. Ooh. Oh, that was not a typo that you want to have. Oh my God. <coughs> a lot of hard drinks that night. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> we, we, we don't cover those types of movies on that's, this that's channel. That's not this channel. Um, <laughs> anyways. Stuff, watch along while eating peanut butter and fluff sandwich. All right. That's you know, no, no. Peanut butter fluff. Like the marshmallow. That's not fluff. what he's talking about. I know, but marshmallow fluff 
eating that while watching the stuff would be fantastic. Oh, God. Anyway, that's going to be about time to wrap it up. We want to hit up all the all the promo stuff that we need to do. To yeah, so make sure you follow us. Uh, both of us have our uh, our Twitter, Instagram handles are below our names, right mm-hmm. below us. Right uh, so make sure you come follow us on there. You can follow us on uh, Instagram and Twitter at MLP. Make sure you join our Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash Cinefanatics. Dang it, Garth. That's the Skin of Fanatics channel. <laughs> wow. Anyways, uh, uh, what's Garth like participant? What group is he participating in? Because I want to know where he gets these ideas, like improv. I guess. Anyway, where else can you uh, reach us? <laughs> uh, anyways, you can come follow us on all those channels. Make sure you subscribe to this channel. Uh, do us a huge favor. We're not getting too many subscriptions right now just because we're not pumping out much content. Our but main bread and butter came from movie trailer reactions. Movie and there's trailers no movie trailers. And, yeah, so. trailer reactions and movie reviews. There are none. So, uh, so We're plateauing at the moment. Yeah, so make sure you give us a follow. Come subscribe and all that good stuff. Uh, and yeah, we'll probably be seeing y'all again next week. Uh, along with that is go over and check out uh, Video Drew's channel she's doing cinema bias tonight they're talking about the triplets of belleville uh i'm gonna throw it over to there because i'm the one doing the thumbnails for cinema bias so go over and watch her (laughs) channel and comment to her how good the thumbnails are yep and that's happening here in a minute so guys head over to video drew's channel and we will catch you guys on the next week roll that beautiful music footage as soon as I figure out how, I guess we'll do it like this. And, yep, later. Wait. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I got it. All right. Yeah, we can play the music. The music is playing. Yes, it is. Cool. We'll see y'all next week. Laters, y'all. See ya.